Hey y'all gay listeners, it's Cam and my wife Taryn from the Staying Up Podcast. Don't you just miss the good old days? Like when we couldn't get legally married? Well, no, obviously not that part. But I mean, when you just have sleepovers with your best girlies all the time. I mean, yeah, sleepovers are the best. You're staying up late, you're talking hot goss, Mm -hmm. and you pour your little baby heart out before maybe having a little moment under the covers. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, lucky for us, we get to do that every night. But once a week, we invite you to join in. So tune in every week to Staying Up, where we drink up, cozy up, and stay up. We'll see you there. Hi there, producer Neil here. Quick content warning that in this episode, we discuss owning exotic animals and dog breeding. We don't condone this at Y'all Gay, but we do discuss it in the past tense. Please enjoy this episode of Y'all Gay Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Y'all Gay. I'm Allie Clayton, and Ever Maynard is out on the road being a star this week, so I decided to share a very special episode with y'all of a little conversation I had with my daddy when I was home for Christmas. We're talking many horses. We're talking many donkeys. We're talking horse auctions. Who lived in the treehouse? And why my dad made us get rid of our lion tt strap in (laughs) hey y'all hey y'all the tea is crystal queer y'all y'all say y'all gay it's alien ever here y'all we got a lot to talk about so let us ask you now y'all gay Way to get it started, y'all. Today we have uh, my daddy on the pod, Mr. Jerry Bruce Clayton Sr. Uh, Dad, so we had Bubs on, and when he came on, we talked a lot about all the animals. Yeah. And I had kind of, I knew we had a lot of miniature horses and donkeys. But how many would you say we had? Uh, probably 50. What was your favorite one? Uh, uh, Captain Jess. Jess, yes. <laughs> Do you? I remember very vividly as a child seeing that mini horse because he was mini. Yeah. And when his wiener would come out, it would touch the ground. That's right. <laughs> no, but that was Tony. Oh, what? That was Tony. But but Jess was the littlest one. Jess was only twenty eight inches tall. Wow. And uh, when. Uh, I bred my mares to him. I had to build a platform for him to stand on. And then it took three people. You had to build him a sex stool? Yeah, yeah, for him to stand on. And then you backed the mare up to the... the, the uh, to his, to uh, Jess and his sex stool? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Back him up. And uh, it takes three people to breed him. What? Well, somebody has got to hold the mare. Yes, okay. Somebody has got to hold Captain Jess. Yes, okay. Okay. And once he gets up there. Somebody got to hold his tools? Somebody's got to hold his dick. He's known. What? He's known and, <laughs> and put it in. He's known as the dick man. Now, now, now I had to. Somebody does this. I did. You were yeah. the dick man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a dick man because nobody else had, and uh, so nobody I, else wanted. I, I had Benny Curry in there helping. Yeah, he was one, and he was holding the mare. Mm-hmm. And I said, Benny, I said, look, they won't mate unless you kiss the 
the horse. <laughs> you don't think that? And damn it, Benny didn't kiss her. Oh, man. And when he did, here comes the dick, man. Oh, my goodness, Dad. Well, um... But now, Tony was a little taller. He was 34 inches tall. <laughs> I don't even which remember is, the height. Which, which height is all important in a minute. All right. You, anything, you don't left over 34 inches tall. Hell Sometimes no. you can get by with some mares that are 35 or 36 if you're breeding them to a small enough stallion. Okay. And so I had uh, Captain Jess... Uh, uh, and, and I bred him to the larger mares, and uh, and I bred him to the the little ones too. And uh, but don't they just do that naturally? They don't just mate naturally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, why do you need yeah, a stool yeah, and yeah, kissing? Yeah. And well, 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 they will. But to, <clears throat> you want to have uh, an absolute best chance of getting the. Mare pregnant. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, you know, mares like to be kissed too. How many, um, how many, how many mares would you say you helped get pregnant over the years? Oh Lord, uh, probably forty or fifty. I don't know. <laughs> wow. And where did the donkeys come in? Because you, we, hold on, so we bred them right and we sold them. Yeah. And then you toured around with them. With the miniature horses, the miniature donkeys. <laughs> uh. I probably had 20, 25 of those. And back back then when I had them, if you could get a spotted one. Yeah, I remember we uh, had some spotted ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they'd bring it $3,500 mm. when they hit the ground. Dang. And uh, so uh, I, uh, I bred for, for color. Uh, Obviously, I, height. Uh, and height, and they've got to have a a good bite. Mm. If they have an overbite, oh, or can <laughs> or if they have an underbite, <laughs> uh, that really uh, kills their value. Oh man! Because what most people do with miniature horses is they show them. Yeah. Uh, and so they got to have be put together right and. Mm -hmm. Overbite will disqualify them. Underbite will disqualify them. Man. So I bred one. He was a little Palomino. Mm -hmm. And he was a, a, what we call a dwarf. Oh. And uh, he was a, a... Is that sm a, is a dwarf smaller than a miniature? Well, he, he was a dwarf miniature. Dang. And so he was about 20 inches tall. And so I put him in the backyard. And uh, so I took him to the sale at Mount Airy. Uh -huh. uh, I had Uncle Robert there and Bobby Franklin. And uh, <coughs> and so we had noticed some people interested in him going through the stalls, oh, seeing yeah. the different horses. I had already sold him to a couple. Mm. And I didn't. I didn't charge him but two hundred dollars because I mean he was two hundred dollars yeah, for the dwarf. Yeah, for, yeah, because he wasn't show quality. Oh, and, must and, not have had a good bite, huh? No, no, he, no, he had an overbite and, <laughs> and, uh, and and whatever. But anyway, I sold him, and the people paid me my money. Nice. And they said we'll be back next Saturday to pick him up. Yeah. So 
Saturday came, no show. Mm. Next Saturday, no show. Next Saturday, no show. So, to make the long story short, they never come back to get him. Mm. So I took him to Joe Beck's cell, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I put Uncle Robert, who was Bobby Franklin's uncle, mm-hmm. uh, up in the gallery to bid. On your horse? Yeah, to bid on my horse. <laughs> and and uh, so when I told Uncle Robert, I said, look, <coughs> been right many people interested in him. Uh, and so what I want you to do is I want you to run him up to eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and when you when he hits eight hundred, get off of him. Don't bid no more. Yeah. And so I ended up selling him for a thousand dollars. Nice. And uh, uh, so yeah, that was that was that was a nice little lick. Of course, the captain Jess cost me right much money. Uh, he was five thousand as a as a. Uh, wing, I mean, just oh, been born, you know. Wow. And there's a lot of people there thought they, it was in Denman, South Carolina. Uh, <clears throat> it's where the sale was at. It was a big miniature horse sale, and I'd already been down and looked at the at the at the horse. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy that raised him, he had a bunch of them, in the, you know, he traded in them, sold them, what have you, had auctions. But anyway, he just picked it up. Was, I mean, he's, a, he's just a little baby. Picked yeah. it up, put it in the front seat of the truck, <laughs> and uh, and then we took it back up to the uh, out of the pasture. And so uh, I went to the sale, and uh, I knew there was a lot of people interested in him, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how interested. Okay. So now are we talking about the dwarf or Jess? Jess. Jess. Okay. So we went along. Somebody bid five hundred. I said six. <laughs> Somebody bid seven. I said a thousand. Wow. Somebody bid twelve hundred. I said fifteen hundred. Wow. And we ran him all the day. We ran. He got ran all the way up mm-hmm. to forty five hundred dollars. And I said I'm gonna put a stop to this shit. I said I'm gonna let them whoever's bidding on him mm-hmm. and there were several people I'm going to let them know that I'm going to buy the horse no matter what the price <laughs> so somebody hit him at 45 I said 5,000 mm. and, and so, Jess goes too yeah, and so uh, I bought Captain Jess for 5,000 nice yeah and uh, he made me a lot of money Did we bred goats too didn't we yeah we bred everything anything is subject to getting breed breed bread on the ranch it was a big business for about five years mm-hmm. and if you had a a female uh to hit the ground mm-hmm. uh, a miniature f- female that hit the ground means be born be born yeah okay she'd bring a thousand dollars just like that mm. how many females do you have well, that's what I wanted to get, you know. I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I sold all I had. I sold right many. Of course, I'd get a a, a, a stallion uh, every some, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'd sell them for whatever I, I could get. Uh, 
uh, maybe five hundred dollars, you know, yeah. as a pet or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we did that for about five years, and then the bottom kind of fell out of them. Mm. I mean, uh, I've seen someone bring uh, five, six, ten thousand dollars. It's like everything else. There's a catch to everything. Mm. What's the catch? The catch is, is you got to get them before the right people in order to sell them, to mm. auction them off. Mm. You got to have a good crowd and then you, then you got to pump them up. This is like a comedy show. You got to get a good crowd. You got to get a good, a good, a good person calling right. it, right? That's right. That's what we do. And uh, like I said, we'd, uh, we'd cheat. We'd, we'd run some of them up. <laughs> Dad, you up. will cheat. Daddy, do you remember when we would go so we would go to the state fair yeah. and we'd get excited to play the games yeah. and you would say when it came to that dime game where you mm -hmm. had to get a dime right in the middle of that red mm -hmm. circle, you would say no sense in paying for us to play because we weren't going to win. And so you would have, who was it? Uh, uh, Donald Coates, the fish man. Yeah, the fish guy would hold your feet and then you, you would get caught sometimes and we'd get kicked out of yeah. that area and go yeah. to another one. But but the secret to that was not to try to throw the dime in the circle. Okay. The secret was you have dimes out there and they'd you partially- You gotta hit another dime. They'd partially be in the circle and you'd try to bump it to get in the circle. Mm. Uh, but me and the, uh, Donald Coates, uh, uh, and Donald pr primarily, uh, we won 35 big animals. Uh, yeah, you did. Big. And uh, so they finally cut us off. <laughs> wouldn't, let us, wouldn't, wouldn't let us win anymore. Which I thought that was kind of shitty of them because we were good. Do you, do you like to win? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about, girl. Uh -huh. Winning. 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 And, uh, and uh, I had a, another experience. Mm. Uh, with a horse called, uh, her name was Dandy. Dandy. She was a Palomino, uh -huh. beautiful. And uh, I was going to buy her just as a little, as a riding horse around the ranch. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Mike Jennings, who was running the auction, said, Jerry, you might want to go out and try to deal with the owner of the horse to see if you can't buy it without it coming through the ring. Oh, yeah, and, smart, uh, smart. And so I went out there and I tried. He said, no, he was going to run it through. So uh, stupid me, and Mike Jennings knew I wanted the horse real bad. So they started bidding on the horse. Mm -hmm. They never got a live bid. Oh. Except for me. Mm -hmm. I'd say 500. Mike, you know, they're good at mm -hmm. what they do. He said, I got six over here. I said, seven? <laughs> I got nine over here. I said, a thousand? I said, okay, he said, uh, we're at a thousand dollars. This horse is going to bring a whole lot more than that. Mm -hmm. But nobody had bid on it. Mike was just picking them numbers oh. out, and I was bidding against myself. Damn. So when that son of a bitch hit $4,000, he knocked it right off on me, and nobody had bid on him but me. 
Dang. Yeah. Is, okay, so is that Mama's old boyfriend, Mike, that ended up becoming, and he used to do the auctions? No, 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 no that's no, somebody no, else. That's Doug Davis. Doug Davis, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't in the, oh, the horse auction business. Yeah, you know, you've always been really good at. You always like to get a hobby. That's like right. Like it was the miniature horses for a while. You got yeah, and the big horses. And I, the big horses. I sold them and 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 showed them and what have you. And mm -hmm. the, the last big horse that uh, wasn't the last big horse, but the last one that was really valuable. He was a Pretty gorilla is uh, is between a buckskin and a palomino. Mm. As far as color, I mean, uh, with black stock and feet. And as far as color, he was dynamite. But that really, his, don't, that, really, uh, that really don't matter uh, in the reigning business. Mm -hmm. I had a trainer, <laughs> Mike. Uh, oh, I remember Mike McIntyre and. He trained several horses for me. And this one was the the best one mm -hmm. that he had had of my horse to train. Yeah. And so uh, the way I bought it, Mike said, look, said, <clears throat> we sold that other horse that we were going to take to the fraternity. Said, we need to get another one. He says, I, I know where there's one that a lady in England has, <laughs> has a bunch of them. He traveled, he, okay. he traveled the worldwide that has a bunch of them and she's got some here in the United States and she's wanting to get rid of them. Really. Okay. So he took me and it was a, a year old stallion mm -hmm. and he tested him about make sure he kept his head low and all these different things because if a horse gets high-headed, they can't slide. Yeah, you got to slide when you... Yeah, because yeah. it puts them off balance. So anyway, I bought the horse for 1400 hmm. And Mike trained him. And, uh, of course, I had some money in, in training. But uh, uh, about two months before the fraternity, we had already entered him and, and paid it up. He was beginning to have a little stifle problems in hmm. his leg. And young horses, three years old, uh, uh, they're hard to keep healthy. Uh -huh. So uh, we had a group. There was a group from uh, Italy. Italy. Mm. That saw Mike ride the horse. Yeah. And they said that they wanted to make an offer on him. Uh, how much did you get? And I said, Mike, what kind of offer? He said, 60000 Damn! 60000 You only played 1400 for him? Well, I... Spent some money getting trained. Train, yeah, train. yeah, but I, I was way ahead of the game. Yeah. Anyway, so we sold him for sixteen thousand. They flew him to Italy, and they were. He turned out to be healthy as me. Uh, won everything over there, and he was happy, and I was happy with the sixty thousand. And so I bought another one, and Mike would be would, yeah. would start on Hold it. On. How old were you then? That's we've all rode like our whole lives and stuff. But you know, you didn't compete for a very long time. And then what was it when you were around like 60 or something, you just decided you wanted to start competing well, like I got with, with reining horses? It, yeah, I, I've been in I went to, I went to, I, well, I went to <laughs> one of, I went to one of your shows. Um, you got disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> 
did you ever did you ever place in any of them? Yeah, you did. What? Yeah. Would, how high did you place? Oh, uh, second. Nice. Yeah, and uh, and some of my horses that Mike uh, rode for me, uh, and I rode too. They were called non-pro horses. Mm -hmm. uh, they were like the sixty thousand mm -hmm. and uh, so uh, Mike would ride one of them. And uh, and he could he could score and win on it. Mm. Everybody knew him. All the judge. He was a judge too. Nice. And uh, so uh, he was really a good trainer, and mm. he wasn't hard on the horses, you know. So that helped. A lot of them wanted to bang and beat on. Them. Oh no, I don't like that. And uh, uh, so anyway. Uh, um, let's uh let's switch gears a little bit so we grew up having all these horses and donkeys and guinea fowl and a million dogs and cats and goats and we had all the farm stuff and then all of a sudden we got a lion how did that happen well brent my son who is <laughs> yes. now a veterinarian uh he loved big cats and primates mm -hmm. so we messed around and we got three primates that stayed in the house yeah and uh, uh do you remember though when we went to get the lion tt yeah. when we went to pick her yeah, up I was down at Charlotte. yeah well you didn't want to drive all the way home and so we stopped at that hotel yeah what did you do you remember what you did yeah what did you have i I, I, I put on a big coat and stuff up under it. You put, no, you had, you did that, but you also had Brent put the, take all the stuff out and put her, and put the line in the duffel bag. And, and you told him to, when you're walking through the lobby, just make crazy noises. They'll just think you're nuts. Yeah. So Brent walked through with a lion in a duffel bag. Lion spent the night with going, us. Going, uh, Her name was TT. Uh, we kept her till she was about, four months old. Yeah. And she started getting too big. She slept with Bruce. Well, yeah, she uh, slept I mean, with, with Brent. Brent uh, 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 probably three months. But then she started hitting her uh, her, 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 her growing sprees. And I was afraid that she had, might kill him during the night and what have you. <laughs> That's more. So, so, Sorry. So. I didn't see that coming. That's why we got rid of TT. Well, because you were scared yeah, he was going to yeah, kill Brent yeah, there in the well, night. Well, I, I mean, honest fear. I, good. No, no. I stopped him from sleeping with her, and I built her a, a the thing in the garage. The uh, thing out in the, uh, the the cat house out there. Uh, yeah. That was uh, really reinforced and all that stuff, so uh, she couldn't get out, and uh, so uh, we took her back to the Charlotte Zoo is where I bought her. Mm -hmm. She had already had her growth like this. Mm -hmm. So I bought a baby lion. Tiger. This was a tiger you brought back. Yeah. You, you yeah, took a, a lion in and came back yeah. with a tiger. I came back with a tiger. Which is also going to grow. Which was also going to grow. And so when, uh, and that tiger would get out on the float in the pool. <laughs> Raja, yes. Yeah, Raja, Raja. And, uh, yeah, she so, liked the water. So I kept her as long as I thought it was safe to keep her. And then I took her back mm -hmm. to the uh, 
course, they didn't give me no money back, but you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, they're they're a big liability if you've got one and you ain't got. Did we have the, the did we have the correct permits and insurance for all of these? Well, you know, I I cheat on most little things. <laughs> so the guy that I bought it bought them from, I also at the same time I bought two zebras. Yes. <laughs> I bought that the three monkeys. Mm-hmm. And what have you? And uh, what we did, we wrote up a contract, and uh, he was leasing so the cats to me. So he had all the permits. So all the permits. Smart. Was in his name, so didn't nobody mess with me. It was an interesting time, I can tell you. It definitely yeah. was. Yeah, and we had a, had a great time at it. It was uh, uh, really, really an interesting, interesting hobby. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you and Bubs and Dean, y'all all thought you were going to build a zoo there for a while. Well, I did pretty much. I had, I had a, a line. I also bought a snow leopard. Yes, clouded leopard. And I had a clouded leopard, which was very pricey, 20 grand. Yeah, very rare. Been very rare. <laughs> Come from Bali. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, I didn't lose no money on them. Uh, they gave me back what I paid for. They did? Yeah. Wow. Well, it was because the snow leopard was so rare. Yeah. And the clouded leopard was more rare. Mm-hmm. So you just can't go out here and find one on a sidewalk or, or street corner yeah. and buy it. So they were glad to get them back and, uh, and, and they didn't have to pay any extra money. Why do you think you went so animal crazy? Did Nanny and Polly let you have animals growing up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, oh, did you? we always had a dog. Frisky was my first dog. Frisky. Frisky, and uh, then uh, I had uh, boxers. Yeah. I flew to uh, Evanston, Illinois, and picked up a boxer and flew it back. And then I had another boxer that I bought from up there. And they're called a boxer bulldog, but they're mm-hmm. but 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 they're they're real good dogs, real nice dogs, real sweet dogs. We also had an English bulldog. They have a short life expectancy of about seven years. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, Polly brushed that dog's teeth, teeth and everything. But we had a in between all this, uh, we had. I, I always tried to buy the top quality stuff. Oh, I know. And so <clears throat> I found two German shepherds mm-hmm. in Germany. Yes. And I bought, the male was all black and the female was black and tan. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> they were real smart. I could be at the back door and they could be 300 yards up in the pasture and I snapped my finger and they would come. Nice. Then I bought uh, two basset hounds. Okay. Out of male and female. Yeah. Come out of West Virginia. <laughs> and they're, 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 they're stupider 
And it's this right here. And if they wander off, they get right big like this. Yeah. And, you know, foot and a half long and, and about eight inches high. And uh, How, what's once the, they, once what's the, what type of height do you want on a basset hound? About, you know, about that. You know. About eight inches, okay. Yeah. And anyway, they would... Uh, Go up in the field and, and what have you, and a son bitch would be, get lost in the field. <laughs> and then you had to go track them down and what have you. The male, we were feeding it one day back there on the back porch, the back of the house, and uh, and I put his food in and all, and that son bitch snapped at me. Oh. I said, well, that's the last of the now basses. Hmm. So I sold them. Mm -hmm. I didn't pay but three fifty a piece for them, but I sold them and got my money out of them. That's good. And uh, so uh, then there was a <laughs> all the mutts we had were always my favorites. Which one? Fifi. Yeah. I loved Fifi. Yeah, yeah. We had Skippy. all Skippy. I like Skippy. Yeah. Redbone. Redbone. Was a good one. Yeah, we had a Redbone. Um. Yeah. I was trying to I was trying to count the other day and trying to remember because we had so much land and you had so many different people that worked for us. How many? Because a treehouse, the treehouse was originally made for me and Bubs to play in. It was but built. It, it was built for you. It was built for me. It was your treehouse. But it quickly became housing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some of the workers I had out there, they were alcoholics. They didn't have no license, didn't have nowhere to live. So for a market there, I let them stay in the little 12 by 12 treehouse. I built it up. I mean, it was a nice treehouse. It had a light, a fan. Fan. AC, heat. Heat, everything. Only thing it didn't have was the bathroom. And I remember <laughs> I don't know whether you remember this or not. What? But Lucius uh -huh. was building it for us. I remember Lucius building it. You told Lucius that you wanted a bathroom in it. Yeah. And uh, he says, I I don't think we're going to be able to do that. <laughs> and you said, Lucius, if you don't put a bathroom in it, I'm going to have my daddy to fire you. I did? Yeah. I loved him. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Hand me a bucket? No, he just paid you no attention. Well, yeah. <laughs> how old was I? Four? About four or five. But I'm, so I'm trying to think, how many people over the years did we have that lived in the treehouse? So I got Larry. Tommy Janey. Who? Tommy Janey. Tommy Janey. I don't remember him. Well, Larry. Larry. And I had a police, two police officers. That lived, no, that was lived in the, in the apartment over the barn. Not the treehouse. Yeah, that's right. They did live. They, so yeah, you had Sonny Mangum that lived up there. We had a nice apartment over our big barn, yeah. and we had some people live there. But specifically in the treehouse, I remember it being Benny, Larry, Smokey, and then were there any other ones? Probably. Yeah. They may not have set up permanent residence, but, they, <laughs> but I'm sure there's a bunch of them spent the nights. Oh, everyone you know, spent the night all over know, the place. Yeah, you know, it was a fun place. I remember we came home from the beach 
we had a condo at the beach. Mm-hmm. And we came home on a Sunday afternoon. I looked, and in my behind my house was a, another big barn and a round pen where we rode the horses mm-hmm. and right much acreage. Yeah. And I come home, and uh, I said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> There's about 200 cars. Oh, my. Parked up. Up there. Yeah. Who the party? Toby. Uh, uh, hey, well, you don't need to, we don't need his last name, Toby. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It was Toby Woods. Oh, Tony Woods. Tony Woods' son. Oh, okay. Olin. Oh, Olin. Olin. And uh, so I walked up home and damn, all of a sudden, Tony, you know how big he was, yeah. 300 pounds. He come out of the water with a damn mask on and all that shit. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, when we were redoing the house, Larry was staying there. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, now you watch this pool area because we're going to take the fence down. We're going to put a brick fence around it. Mm-hmm. I said, don't let that horse go close to that damn <laughs> pool area. So Larry... The damn horse went down there and started doing this and fell in the pool and with his feet tore, tore the liner up, yeah. tore the liner up and everything. But anyway. Is that when Glenn or somebody was screaming, there's a whore in the yeah, pool, yeah. there's a whore in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> whore in the pool, whore in the pool. <laughs> Larry said, hell, if he ain't got no more sense to get in the damn pool, let him drown. <laughs> he said, no, whore in the pool, whore in the pool. We went ahead and we reefed done everything and kept right on going, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, with the horse business and and what have you. And uh, your mother, uh, I put her into the uh, dog business. She sold Jack Russell's. That's right. I remember that. Maggie's doggies. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they'd bring a file of $1,500 a piece. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Dang. That, remember, she ended up getting stolen out of the yard. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, people still buy stuff like it. All right, Dad. Well, this has been wonderful. Do you have uh, the podcast is uh, called Y'all Gay? Um, I'm a I'm semi gay. Would you? Because if I ever get married, it's going to be to a woman. Would you prefer that, or would you have preferred that I stayed in North Carolina and married Rodney from high school? I believe I'd take the woman. (laughs) Yeah, Rodney sucks. Uh, All right, Daddy, I love you. Thank you for coming on Y'all Gay. I'm gay. Dad, let let the people know. Tell them they're gay. Say y'all are gay. Y'all are gay. (laughs) And and I'm halfway. (laughs) All right. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. Italian ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now. Y'all gay. Hey, y'all. It's Allie Clayton and Ever Maynard from Y'all Gay Podcast. And I want to let you know about a great deal we have with Factor. Factor is absolutely delicious. I personally use it. My favorite is the honey mustard chicken and the herb crusted chicken. 
Eating better is easy with Factor. Delicious, they're ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. There's two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. All y'all need to do is head to factormeals.com slash yallgay50 and use code yallgay50 to get 50% off. The code is yallgay50 at factormeals.com slash yallgay50 and y'all get 50% off. Woo, what a deal.